Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome back to season six of Mads World. I'm your host Mads and I hope you've been enjoying the show so far. If you do like the show, please remember to follow me on Instagram. It's at madsworld.mp3 or check out my website madsworld.co. And of course, please remember to subscribe, rate and review the podcast on your favorite listening platform. I can't believe I've had a dating podcast for over a year and a half and I'm only just getting around to speaking about ghosting. If you've never ghosted someone or been ghosted yourself, the term refers to the practice of ending a personal relationship with someone by suddenly and without explanation withdrawing from all communication. Joining me this week to chat about ghosting is the wonderful Marid Parry. Marid is a TV, radio and podcast presenter based in East London with loads of experience as a showbiz journalist and celebrity interviewer at the likes of The Independent, OK Magazine, Heart Radio and The Sun. She also hosts a Welsh dating series which makes her a perfect guest for Matt's World. Up next you'll hear our chat all about ghosting, our own experiences with it, the differences between ghosting and just letting things fizzle out the right and wrong times to ghost, and much, much more. Hi, Marit. How are you? Hello. I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? Really good. Thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. I'm super excited to get into our discussion all about ghosting. But first, let's jump into our speed date question round so (laughs) everyone can learn a little bit more about you. Can you tell me a bit more about your career in presenting and journalism? Because before this, we were just chatting about you've been doing so much different stuff, freelancing over COVID, everything. So I just love our listeners to hear a bit more about that. Yes, um, basically at the moment, at the moment I'm a freelance presenter and journalist and I'm working for a number of nationals um, doing like showbiz reporting in terms of the writing side of things and then presenting, I'm doing my own dating show on Welsh TV and a few other comedy bits but I've worked at a bunch of places in the past like uh, BBC, SLC, Heart Radio, OK Magazine, The Independent, The Daily Star, The Sun, like you name Everywhere. it. <laughs> I've been to, to most publications I've worked with so it's been a whirlwind but it's really fun. That's awesome and um, apart from your work what else is keeping you busy? What are you passionate about? Oh gosh honestly I'm such a workaholic I feel like all my interests tend to revolve around media but I love a good Twitter debate. I love oh, getting yeah. into like a, you know like a healthy Twitter debate about things you know learning some new stuff on there. I love getting you know day drunk with my friends. <laughs> 
Um, I love finding out amazing date spots in London. That's like a passion mm-hmm. project of mine is finding the best places to go for dates. You're a perfect guest for this podcast. I love yeah. it. <laughs> I'll give you all the recommendations. Yes. And what else? I mean, I like makeup. So I used to be a makeup artist. So I do oh, cool. a lot of that in my spare time as well. Awesome. Who do you do makeup for? Do you do it like for weddings and stuff or just for maids? Or I used to work for Charlotte Tilbury and for oh, Givenchy. Right. Yeah, a few years ago, though, that was like a side hustle when I was at uni. Now I just do myself and my friends when they beg me. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a good friend to have. I do have a friend who's a hairdresser and all the time I'm just like, um, just need like a full head of foils, toner, cart, everything. Can you just do (laughs) it hounded? (laughs) Yeah, I bet. Um, So I've got a few random questions now. Do you believe in true love? Um, Right, okay. Yes, I do. But I, I believe it's something you like work towards and achieve. It's not something that's instantaneous. Yeah. Because I feel like there's a difference between true love and like this whole love at first sight bollocks. Definitely. Um, there's that's just instant spark and connection, in my opinion. But an yeah. attraction, yeah. Yeah, I feel like mm. I'm a bit of a realist when it comes to romance and stuff. Like I'm all for it, but I'm also mm-hmm. very realistic about things. Yeah, and I think that comes from having different experiences too because I don't know if you're like me, but I've been on so many dates, like been with mm-hmm. so many people and had lots of different boyfriends and I think you learn along the way and it makes you a bit more jaded and a bit more cautious, but I think it definitely makes you smarter in that like socially. I was like a serial dater for about five years and I've yeah. got like a million and one stories from it, but I used to take them all as like experiences to learn and grow from and as lessons. So I feel like I'm very wise now at my old age of 25. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, If you could appear on any reality TV show, which would it be? Right. I I feel like everyone will have said this, but Mm -hmm. Strictly Come Dancing has always been something I wanted to do. No one's ever said that. I was little. I love it. I love it. I've, I've wanted to go on it since I was little. Like, honestly... I did ballet. I did like a bit, a bit of everything. Really? I wanted to do like ballroom, tap, just just as a kid, like <laughs> not professionally. But my mum took me to lessons, and I've always wanted to do it. But yep. I think I'd be funny on Big Brother because yep. I did a reality show when I was little, right? A Welsh one, and it really? was like a, it was kind of like an I'm a celebrity mm-hmm. slash like kids, like a teen TV show, right? Very weird, very Welsh So TV. weird. Um, and I was, I was on it and I was basically the Gemma Collins of the series. I was so dramatic. <laughs> I was always in the diary room crying about how I didn't have any LucasAid. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I'd love to do that again. Yeah, that's so good. I would say, for me, I would say Survivor, but it's just because you get so skinny because you don't have any food. <laughs> it's like my only way that I could ever lose weight is to go on Survivor and just be forced into it. Oh, see, I'm too stubborn for that kind of thing. I end up crying going home after like I a know. day. Yeah, same. 100%. I'm so I've got stubborn. No willpower. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and the drama on that show is just insane as well. So love to get involved in a little bit of drama. I've never watched it. Oh, my God. It's very fun. I don't think I've heard is it, of it. Do they have it in England? Like they've got the Aussie one and they've got um, the American one. Do they have an English one? I don't think so. Is it kind of like um, the SAS show, isn't it? Kind of, yeah, except it's more like Big Brother vibes. Mm-hmm. I've heard of it, never watched it though. I have to go check it out. It's very dramatic. Okay. You would love it. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, what is your favourite pop culture moment of 2022 so far? I could rack my brains for hours because mm-hmm. there's just been so many. So but many. I think my, my favourite... Like undoubtedly is Julia Fox's like rise to fame oh, yes. overnight, dating Kanye, becoming this pop culture icon. There was like so Uncle Jams. Uncle My new Jams. book is a masterpiece, even if I do say so myself. Like it's just <laughs> Did you do your makeup yourself? Yeah. Yeah. 
yes. <laughs> brilliant. Like nothing can top it. She's amazing. She's iconic. I just want to be her friend. She's so crazy. So I love her. crazy. She's just totally, <laughs> completely tapped and I love it. Like yeah. her quotes, I just, I think them in my head all day. Like I just constantly have a, her on a loop, just like saying Uncle germs. Literally everything <laughs> she does is like iconic. And I think she knows so exactly good. what she's doing, which makes it even better. We haven't had this sort of like, deliberate trash in the best way possible in years and I love it she's like bringing the naughties back yeah and she like I think she wants to become a meme like she she knows it's gonna go viral like she purposely does weird stuff literally she's doing it because she knows it's gonna like continue her career and like hold her place as like the best icon of 2022 and I'm here for Absolutely it good on it. you <laughs> keep doing you I think mine has to be just because of just the shock was the Will Smith punch. Like, that was literally one of mine as well. Yeah, insane. Like I just, <laughs> the whole thing, I was just couldn't believe it. And it was, the memes were great for a day and then you're so sick of them and it was all just over in like two days. It was just Honestly, the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> I was working that morning afterwards as well. First thing in the morning, 7am, yeah. I was working on a showbiz mm. and that's all I wrote about for about a week <laughs> honestly I was sick of it by the end yeah all the takes people had on it there was just so much to like delve into and like different oh. angles and like just people care so much but yeah another oh, everyone had their moment. own little hot take on it didn't they and it yeah. was getting on my nerves by the end of it I was like okay we get it he hit someone right let's move on now yeah shut let's up. talk about Julia Fox again <laughs> <laughs> bring her back I do actually have one more question for you and it's a question we do on every episode what Ooh. is your your worst date story which one do you want oh the fun one. I mean, I'm gonna have to have you back on the pod again if you've got some good ones because people just live for it in Mads World. So, oh my god, I used to, I literally used to um, run a website called Sex and the Shitty, and I all I did was <laughs> talk about bad date stories. So I've got so many. One particular one is quite funny from when I was, I think, want to say 17 or 18, Talk back me through when I was it. living in Wales. Um, and it's quite funny because this didn't even feel like a proper date at the time. Mm-hmm. But I'd been set up kind of with this older guy, right? He was like, I want to say like nine years older than me. I was mm-hmm. 18. Mm-hmm. He was like 28. And he was oh, like God. friends with my cousin. And I was having a great, <laughs> I was having a great time. Like, you know, yeah. we went to the cinema and stuff. And we, we, I can't remember what we were watching. We were watching some film in the cinema. Uh-huh. And as we was waiting for him to buy the tickets and the popcorn and that sort of thing in the lobby, he goes, "Go hide in the arcade. Go hide in the arcade now, now." And I'm like, "What?" So I just what? went. I went and I watched, and turns out he'd spotted his girlfriend's brother. What? His girlfriend's brother was there with his other half. So <gasps> I was hiding because he knew that the brother would obviously catch him cheating. Oh my god! So you didn't know that he had a girlfriend? You just of course ha- not. How did you find this out? Did he tell you? Well, I figured that there was something up throughout it. Yeah. But I played a bit like dumb and naive yeah. throughout that, and then obviously as soon as I'd gone home, I did a bit of stalking. I had a little look. This is only like a second date, I think. <laughs> and then I figured it out, and then yeah, now they're engaged and pregnant. So <laughs> oh my god, that is wild. Why did your cousin set you up with this guy? And how did I your cousin know it? I don't him? know. I don't know. They were, they were friends, and she didn't even know this. Apparently, I don't know. <gasps> I should have words with her, really. But it's been a few years now. It's been what, like eight, nine years? No, seven, eight years since then. That's insane. I mean, that is just <laughs> a trash can of a man. <laughs> I know. And he was so old as well compared to me to think like 
Yeah. Yeah, let's go on this like fun date with this 18-year-old and just and, like, cheat to the on movies. My... Weird. I know. <laughs> and that's all there was to do in North Wales, to be fair. There wasn't fair. much else. And it was an hour drive as well to the cinema. Oh my god. Well, I love that story. And I think <laughs> it, it leads in nicely to trashy, trashy behavior. Cause I've invited you on the podcast to have a chat about ghosting. And mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm over 50 eps into a dating podcast. And I've never done an episode about ghosting. And I know you've got your, you've had your dating show experience. You've obviously had mm-hmm. your blog. I think it, you're going to give some great opinions on this. So let's jump right in. Have you ever been ghosted? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah quite a fair few times I've got like a few instances that spring to mind like what like it's usually after dates that mm-hmm. guys do I feel like so there was one guy after a first date he came back to mine mm-hmm. nothing happened and after he left the next day he just like completely ghosted me because I didn't sleep with him um lovely and then another <laughs> guy so this one's even crazier like this was after mm-hmm. about I say when I say the fifth date yeah he slept with me right because it was five mm-hmm. dates in this was like yeah oh, I said, like five six weeks into seeing each other yeah after that like literally minutes after sleeping with each other he went like tapped like completely mental started yeah. yelling what? and I was like get out of my house you absolute psychopath. what was he yelling about he was he was getting on his phone flat out the second after we were finished and like basically ignoring me and I was like excuse me what the hell Weird. do you think you're doing like why are you acting like this and he kicked yeah. off and he was going like who the hell do you think you are? Do you know who I am? No, no, no. What? His, his accent changed. He started <gasps> acting like a proper roadman as opposed to like the put together guy I'd oh been my dating. God. Yeah, <gasps> he, he went crazy. He stormed out my house and then he blocked me and I never heard of him again. And well, until six months later, I mm. get a WhatsApp going, hi, sorry, just been in rehab. Would you like to go for a pint? Wait, from him? Yeah. <laughs> what? So maybe he was having some sort of episode, like some kind of psychotic episode where he developed a new accent. Was it drugs? Yeah, I have no idea and I don't oh my care god. to know. Did you not reply? No. Oh my god. Oh my god, no. But like that that is I have had every part of the scale. That's probably the worst one though. What that about you? Have you had mental. any ghosting experiences? I'm sure you have. Everyone yeah, has. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Everyone has. And I don't think there was like I don't think there was a word for it until within the last 10 years. And I don't know if it was as easy to do because people didn't have like iPhones and stuff and maybe it mm. wasn't as common because people just had like normal phones and whatever. But um, mm. I had a date with a guy recently. We went to the pub. It was pretty fine. We, um, I went back to his, like stayed there. And then as soon as I got in the Uber to like leave the next day, I checked my WhatsApp and his photo had disappeared. And I was just yeah. like, I was just like, oh this is embarrassing and then I looked on Hinge where we matched and he deleted Mm -hmm. me deleted me off Hinge as well so like obviously he's blocked me on everything and I'm just like what like what do you think I'm gonna do like do you think I'm just gonna like harass you until you go out with me again like I I didn't like it either like so rude guys love to do it just like after you've had a date with them and stuff it's really annoying yeah (laughs) it's it's what it is more than anything it's just like wasting time I wonder where it comes from because it's just like, is it just laziness or not wanting to deal with it? Or maybe it's like a post-nut clarity thing, like, you know, when guys have sex with you and then they get the ick or whatever. Like, what I do you genuinely, think it is? I don't think it's that deep. I think that yeah. guys just, they're just lazy and can't yeah. be asked to think of a way. Mm. They, they don't even want to put any sort of thought into te- like letting someone down. And it's not because they feel bad about it. It's because they quite literally just can't be asked. That I, that's all it is. I swear to God, it's because they just don't have any fucks to give. <laughs> that's all it is. 
and it sucks. Yeah, and I, I guess girls can do it too, like women can do it too. So, And I think I've definitely been guilty of like, I like to think of it as just letting things fizzle and like yeah. maybe that is just me not replying or, or something. But have you ever ghosted anyone or maybe you don't think you have, but do you think is there something where you're like, mm, fine line, maybe I have? Oh, no, I definitely have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I've done it loads. Yeah. I've done it loads. But I, I, w- I want to say like there's never been any actual investment in it. I don't think I've ever been unfair yeah. when I've ghosted. Any time I've ghosted, it's been after like speaking for a couple days yeah. and before going on a date or like I've done it once or twice after the first date, but yeah. it's usually when there's been a quick turnaround before that date. So we're speaking and they were yeah. like, what are you doing tonight? Had the drink and then I just didn't like them. So I just never replied to them. But it's, it's never when there's been more like than a week or so. I feel like you, you can ghost each other as well because sometimes you might yeah. have a date and then you both sort of know, but you just kind of have to get through three drinks or whatever to be to give each other the time and yeah. then you just never follow it up and you're sort of like, I'm just going to let this fizzle. Like I think that's letting it fizzle. But then yeah, do you think there is a clear difference between ghosting and letting things fizzle out? Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I feel like ghosting is simply disappearing out of the blue. No warning. It's usually one-sided, whereas like fizzling out is kind of mutual and like both of you aren't feeling it. It's kind of natural. Yeah, I feel like ghosting is absolutely more savage and it's one-sided. And But do you think that maybe, because like I would probably s- say this about myself, is I might think it's... I might feel like it's um, mutual and like we both want to, but then that's maybe just my side of it. Do you know? Like maybe that person is like, oh, my God, she's ghosted me. She's such a bitch, whatever. But, Mm -hmm. you know, like it all comes down to perspective, doesn't it? Like it depends. Like people can just see situations in such different ways. Like I've had dates where I thought it was amazing and I really liked them and we got on and then at the end I'm like, why didn't he kiss me? And then they just don't text you back and I'm like, Mm. how how could I be so wrong? Like how could I have just – you know, been so wrong about someone. It's just so strange how people can have a different perspective on stuff, isn't it? For sure. It's just it's just about reading it properly, isn't it? Because I feel like there's different levels to ghosting. Like it depends on whether or not they're blocking you completely or if they just don't reply to your text or don't bother to text you. Yeah. It, like, if, so now someone did just not reply to my last message or it's been 24 hours since the date and they mm. haven't said anything to me, I'd just message them and be like, hey, you know, had a sick time with you, would love to do it again. If they don't reply yeah. to me, I'll just get the hint. I don't know. I feel like there's levels to it. Whereas if it's complete emotional investment, they make mm-hmm. it seem like they want to see you again and it's all fun and games. Everything's going brilliantly and out of the blue, you're blocked. Like mm. that is that is like immoral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess that leads into my next question. Is there ever a right time or a good time to go someone? Yeah, well, I feel like context is everything in that sort of situation, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. It depends on how deep in you are. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't know, there's no like black and white guideline to it but Mm. I feel like if you've been speaking for a week or less and you've never met them or like only met them once it's Mm. kind of okay like I don't know I I just because I've done it before and I don't feel like I owe an explanation to people I've just been texting for a little bit Mm -hmm. like there's like you know everyone who's on dating apps and stuff you talk to so many people at once and sometimes you ignore them sometimes it fizzles out not everyone deserves an explanation they're probably fine with that they usually move on pretty quickly mm-hmm. but I feel if, if you've been like on multiple dates you've been or you've been speaking for weeks on end yeah it's really fucked up and wrong because it is it's just really bad because you'd never get closure yeah and it's people's feelings 
yeah, it's the not knowing that's the worst thing because I've been in so many situations where I've been speaking to someone like over lockdown like two years ago now. Yeah. I was speaking to this guy for like five, six weeks and he was when we weren't allowed to meet as well. Yeah, I had something like that too. It was I think everyone just was bored. So you just spent so yeah. much time on Hinge and Tinder and shit just talking to random people for some exactly. sort of connection or something. Yeah, well, I thought there was with this guy, right? We spoke about like loads of stuff, had loads in common and we're like planning things to do when we were finally allowed to. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And then out of the blue, completely ghosted me, as in didn't block mm-hmm. me, but just stopped replying. So yep. I maybe sent one, maybe two follow-ups, like, yo, hope you're okay. Yeah. Um, because he'd, he'd mentioned before, he's like, oh, yeah, um, I'm really struggling with my anxiety at the moment. Oh, and I was no. like, you know what, fair enough, because I have it too. But I know for a fact he, that was just his excuse to post me because a couple months later, I saw on his Instagram grid um, a happy one-year anniversary to me and my girlfriend. Wait, what? <laughs> but you were seeing him? <laughs> so yes. he was just bored on hitting in bed next to his missus? I'd been speaking to him for about six weeks and like from, you know, waking up in the morning to going to sleep. He was sending me pictures and videos throughout the day and stuff. 
Mm. It wasn't just a couple of texts. It was like, you know, properly Full speaking. Full on getting to know And he each had a other. girlfriend the whole time. What a surprise. Like, that <sighs> is that is wrong. It's a classic, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. in terms of there being a right time to ghost, I think if they do something that's, like, out of line or if they're rude to you as well or if they, like, do anything that, like, might be violent or something, I would say definitely fine. But then sometimes I think, I mean, it's not your responsibility, but it is good to call out people for their shit behavior because they're yeah. just going to do it to someone again and they're just going to treat women or men, depending on who's doing it. Like, I just think some guys might never get told that they're a piece of shit and their behavior is not good enough. So I have gotten into this habit of being like, just so you know, like, you know, that wasn't cool. You you shouldn't do that to another girl. Like, it's pretty fucked up that you did that. But, yeah, let's yeah. just leave it here. Because I think you can just leave it, but then maybe it's, I don't know what if it's the right thing to do or not. But in t- instead of just ghosting, just tell them that they're a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree with that. And also just I, I tell, well, I have told the people who ghosted me that, you know, they were pieces of shit. Even when I was younger, <laughs> when I was younger, yeah. I would write, you know, I think loads of people are guilty of this, like to write those massive emotional paragraphs about how mm. rude they were and how much it's hurt your feelings and stuff. But I obviously don't, well, I don't do that anymore because I've got a boyfriend. Um, but like it, like in the past, well, what was it? Two years? I think in the six months before I met my boyfriend, I, I got so much mature with this approach. And it was like, I'd let people know when they were being a dick, but not to that extent where I'm writing big ranty, paragraphs it would just be quite matter of fact like you need a therapist um also your dick is small bye-bye <laughs> and that's the bottom line <laughs> yeah literally so to avoid ghosting people because obviously it doesn't make people feel good and like you know it probably we probably can do better what would you say in regards to like letting someone down easy like how would you go about saying that because I kind of have a script drafted in my phone and if I just want to yeah so it's just in my notes and it's just like (laughs) I literally just copy and paste it because I'm like I get anxiety about sending these messages so I'm like just copy paste bang like move on and that gives them the closure and I'm like bye so what would you say what would what's your usual go-to with like letting someone down Ooh, I feel like obviously it depends on who the person is but it's usually some I think off the top of my head It'd be, hey, sorry to message you like this and be a bit of a dick, but I'm just not feeling it. Think you're great. Had a lot of fun, but ultimately I don't want to waste either one of ours' time. Yeah. Maybe I'll see you around sometime. Have a nice life. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Have a nice life. Bye. I'm just trying to imagine the situation, what I would say now. Yeah, I usually would say something like that if – we really got on, but yeah. if it was a bad date, I it's I kind of do do a lie. So I hope if anyone's listening to this and you've been sent this text, <laughs> it was a lie. So I say like, um, hey, I had a really nice time with you. Just to be totally honest, I've met someone last week and I really want to see where it goes. So I think we just leave things here. That one's such a that's so bait. That is so bait. <laughs> so many people do that. Like I've had so yeah. many of my male friends have told me that a girl's dropped them this line. Maybe you've dated all my male friends. Maybe probably. <laughs> probably. I've been out with a few Welsh guys, so if they're Welsh. Oh my. Honestly, I feel like everyone uses yeah. that one. And I'm like, every time I've heard someone use it or have had it used on me, I'm like, surely that's not true. Just say you don't like me. But I guess yeah. it spares their feelings, doesn't that's it? That's what I mean. It's It seems like a kind way to be like, you're great, but I've just found someone that I like more, you know? Mm-hmm. So I know it's a lie and I've just <laughs> revealed myself totally here. 
but I don't know. I just, it always works. And they're just like, thanks for the being so honest. Like, hope it goes well with them. They, you always get a nice response back. Have even you always I'm- had a good one? I've had so many bad ones before when I've tried to be nice to people, but they've just been really rude back and be like, I don't fucking fancy you anyway. I'm like, oh my God, oh. this happened to me yesterday. Someone, someone on Instagram DMs messaged me a voice note. I'm just going to do a whole episode about it. But like in summary, I just was like, not interested. Thanks. And he just goes, he sends another voice note. He goes, yeah, well, you're a fucking narcissist anyway. And you just seem like a bad person. I'm like, is that why you asked me out? Oh <laughs> like, my God. There's so many red flags what? so early with those kind of people oh, who can't God. take rejection. Imagine what you'd be yeah. like if you were actually in a relationship with that person, controlling AF, angry, a nasty, abusive boyfriend, most probably. Like, that's what that gives me. Absolutely. My next question is, do you think men or women get ghosted more and why? Who I, th- I don't know. I think it's quite equal, to be honest. But like from what I've spoken to people, and this is just from like, I guess it's just from experience of people I know. Yeah. Um, but like men tend to do it more when they're deep in and there's like, they feel that the woman's too attached because they struggle to actually be mature and speak about their feelings. Mm-hmm. And also men don't like to toss away potential shags too early on. Oh my I God, feel like guys so like true. to see where it goes, see if they can actually get a shag out of it and then they'll bin them off. Oh um, whereas God, I yes. feel like, I know it's yep. not in, true in every case, but most cases that I've heard of for sure. And I think as well, they want to keep you on the back burner for like a 3am shag if they're out and they just want somewhere to go and hook up. Like they're not going to, if they don't text you and stuff, there's no closure. So it's kind of left open-ended and maybe they can text you in the future and see if you want to like hook up or something. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like guys, guys do it when they know they're getting in too deep, which is the the wrong thing to do. I think women do it a lot, but it's more at the very start because it's probably because I've had a bad experience. Something's given them the ick. And like women don't necessarily need to keep pursuing all of these guys. They don't need yeah. to have them on the back burner for a shack. So true. Let's face it, it's like it's a lot easier for a woman to bag a guy in bed if she wants to. Yeah. Like there's 100%. no work really that needs to go into it if that's what you're after, really. So I don't think women need that much investment. I think you're so right in saying as well that women are more likely to get the ick early on. Because I don't Mm -hmm. know, like I've seen some videos and podcasts and stuff about guys getting icks, but it's just, it's such a thing in the female community, like straight females especially, just the most obscene things like seeing a guy run for the train or seeing a guy in a dressing (laughs) gown or like just like mean as stuff. But I don't think guys, because guys just see boobs and an ass and a vagina and they're just like nice and they don't really think about it that deeply. I feel like they'll see it as like, okay, I don't. This is not my girlfriend, but I'll still yeah. keep her around and still continue to date her because yeah. she'll probably be a good fuck buddy. Like, I f- but I don't think women not every time have the same sort of approach because I feel like there's more emotion attached to dating. And again, this is just like generalizing. This is not mm. true for everyone, yeah. but for the most part, from all of my friends and my friends' friends and the other people I've heard of stories it pretty much follows the same sort of pattern. Yeah, no, totally. And do you think there's a particular personality traits that are associated with people who ghost or do you think anyone can do it and and has had it happen to them? I feel like people who need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Narcissists like me. <laughs> I feel like we all need therapy, to be honest. But Honestly. I don't know, I feel like in uh, this is seems so like millennial of me, but in the modern day, it's become so normal. <laughs> it's yeah. like everyone online dates or has online dated at some point, right? Yeah. And because there's such an abundance of people and options, and no one's ever truly like feeling satisfied on these apps. Half the time you match with people and like 
sometimes I'll, I'll say yes to people and then I look back on their profile and I'm like, ew, like why did I say yes to this yeah. person before? And then I like I feel like people do that to me too because you just I've got so many matches on there and I've, we've never said a word to each other. I'm like, what is the point? What is what are you doing on here? It's like a fun little iPhone eight game app that I just play on, but I'm like. I don't want to invest time in this. A hundred percent. And there's so many people. You can't just like pick one and be like, oh, they're, they're, they're somewhat attractive. Start speaking to them and then they're really boring or they're a Tory and you're just like, okay, <laughs> so true. bye. Like, that happens on, on a constant cycle, doesn't it? Like, And you sometimes you'll say yes to someone just because they don't even seem like you're a type, but they seem like they, they might be funny. And they turn out they're not funny. You, this is just like an endless cycle. I've been on dates yeah. with people who I thought were tall. They weren't. I've been on dates <laughs> with people who I thought had normal voices and they didn't. Oh my God, that's happened to me too. You have to send a voice note before so that you can vet that. Because honestly, it's so bad when their voice is like, hello or something. Honestly, I've been I honestly I've been on dates when they've turned up and from the pictures they look tall and then they rocked up and they're like five foot two. I'm five foot two. <laughs> And it's been uh, such a turn off. Or they've been like, hi, lovely to meet you. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my God. There's just like uh, shriveled up. Yeah. And I there's something to be said for going on a date blind and just like meeting someone or in public or whatever that you don't know anything about. But doing the prep helps so much, like making sure you get a voice note, finding out some mm-hmm. stuff about them, like stalking their Insta. Like the preparation is kind of important because otherwise you're wasting your time. Yeah, exactly. So much like research needs to go into it. But then it feels like even more of a letdown then when they turn out to be an asshole because you've put so much <laughs> into research. But watching a video of them before going on a first date was always my thing that I needed oh, to see. How? How did you get them? It would usually just be like on a friend's profile. Do you know what <gasps> I mean? Like, like, like on a friend's. Because like men don't think about what they post on their grids as much. So like a, a friend of theirs, they'd have like a video of them doing something stupid. But, you know, there's something about like a picture's good, a voice note's good, but there's something about seeing someone in a video and the way they move. It, it can give you the ache really easily or it can make so you fast them. So true. Or if it's they have hard, like a, isn't it? If they're like dancing at a festival and they're like fist pumping or something or, or if they like smile too big. I'm like, ew, yeah. what are you Just smiling about? Mannerisms are so important too. I'm, I'm so yeah. picky, but that's why I've got a great boyfriend because I was picky. Love that. Oh, that's so nice. I feel like... It gives me hope when I hear other women's stories about terrible dates and just going through the ringer in London. It's just so many people. And then you find your nice boyfriend and you're like, this is it. This is, I did it. I won the game. Honestly, I quit my apps and about a week later, I met him in real life. Wow. How did you meet? I know. I met my boyfriend on a set of a TV show about male strippers. (laughs) He's not a male stripper. Okay, um, I was going to say. I was working for... Um, the Dream Boys, you know, the male stripping company. That's the best job ever, but I, I was their social media, like social media director there. And I was a part of like a documentary thing they were filming about the company and the mm. people who run it. And he was one of the camera people. So we met on the set of that during lockdown because we were all enclosed in a hotel throughout filming. Oh my God, that is so fun. What a great story. It would sound romantic if the show wasn't about strippers. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, I love meeting people in real life. I was on the train the other day and a guy asked me out and we went on a Ooh! date. Yeah, we had a really good date on Thursday night. So stay tuned, everyone listening. Maybe I'll have a boyfriend. No, I oh actually shouldn't God. say that because he's probably going <laughs> to listen and be like, you're insane. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bless it. I'm going to bless yeah. it, hopefully. Hopefully it works out. Oh, uh, yeah, he's very nice. My last question is, what would you say to people who ghost others? I would say, given that it's the brutal kind of ghosting, I would yep. say 
go to therapy, <laughs> um, read a few books, speak to your female friends about their experiences. Good one. Maybe just grow up. Yeah, I would just say send the text. Just send the text saying I'm not interested anymore because even if you feel mean or like a piece of shit, you're doing the right thing. So just grow up and send the text. Exactly. It's just childish ignoring people and it's cruel. It's cruel more than anything. But, I mean, if if you don't seem to be bothered by it, Go to therapy, please. That, that's the main thing. That's the main <laughs> takeaway from it all. And now we need to follow our own advice. And I'm going to make a promise now. I'm not going to ghost anyone ever again. That's my promise on this podcast. I would say the same thing, but it would not be fair on my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a bit invested with that now. So yes, I am. Really <laughs> oh, amazing. Well, this has been such a fun chat. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And I hope you can come back on for another rep because I need to hear more of these bad date stories. I live oh, for Oh, I'd them. love that. Yes. I've got so many, mate. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. I hope you enjoyed my chat with the lovely Marid. Please let me know on my Instagram. It's at madswell.mp3 or my website, madswell.co, if you have any stories or thoughts of your own to share. Love and elbow taps. Peace. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.